0: Welcome to Spiritual Psychotherapy. My name is Mia, or officially Dr. Mary Patricia Quinn-Liven. And this podcast is about gently, patiently, kindly letting go of those layers that are in the way of us seeing the truth of ourselves, of that divine essence that we are, being slowly revealed. We are already that, it's just we don't often rest in it (laughs) or perhaps we're resting in it more and more and more increasingly, which is beautiful. So that's what this podcast is all about and I just want to let you know that I am a GP who focuses on counselling, psychotherapy, mindfulness, spirituality and I see people individually or I do family therapy or couples therapy and you're very welcome to check out my website which is Living Awareness WA and you can find out everything you need to know there and I also have a Facebook page, Instagram page and YouTube channel and they're all Living Awareness WA. So Today's episode is going to be about loving our loved ones. And I'm bringing this up specifically today because I'm in a space where um, there's inner transition. So there's a deepening into oneness, which is very beautiful, but because it's quite a big shift, the small self, the ego identity, you could say that aspects of me that are still in fear or have guilt or unworthiness are coming up. <laughs> and when they're coming up, um, the people that often cop it are our closest loved ones. And I did do an episode a few weeks ago on healing grumpiness and I talked quite a lot about projection there. So I won't talk too much about projection although it's incredibly important because we do without even realizing it a lot of the time whatever's going on in us we will see it, project it onto those around us without even knowing that we're doing it and In fact, one thing I really want to start with today is if we're talking about loving our loved ones, the first person we really need to love is ourselves. It's always going to be about that and I am getting clearer and clearer in my life that when I am impatient with myself or frustrated with myself or judging myself because there is still resistance in me. You know, there is still elements of fear, unworthiness or guilt. If I judge that, then I'm going to be judging it in others as well. And likewise, the same occurs. If I am judging it in others, I'm going to be judging it in myself because really we are all one divine essence. There is no separation And it's a really beautiful thing. It's why Jesus said, by the way, love your brother as you would love yourself. That was not about healing your brother, although it does. It was about healing us. So the most beautiful thing is to look at our loved ones as though they're us, as though, you know, really... true empathy really jump inside their skin and notice how they may be feeling and the particular aspect that I want to talk about today because it's been coming up a fair bit for me and I've seen it with clients as well lately is that tendency we can often have to want to you know change or adjust another change who they are to give them advice to tell them what we think they should do you know, to do those, yeah, to not accept them entirely as they are. And I have noticed in myself when I've been going through this inner transition and I've not been totally at peace with my own resistance or just really gentle with it and kind with it, then I may be noticing my loved ones and their patterns that I seem to think are unwholesome, which They're obviously not because obviously what they need to experience, (laughs) but I notice their patterns with frustration as well. And mostly, thank goodness, I keep that in my head now, but I don't even want it in my head, (laughs) really. You know, I can still, even in my head, have a tendency to think they need to change or I should tell them this or that or, and at times it does come out still, I've got to be completely honest with you, I can you know, give advice when it's not necessarily needed or wanted. And what that does, if you really put yourself in the shoes of the other person and you recognize that they're doing the best that they can, and even if it appears that they are choosing patterns that are unwholesome, even if they're hurting others, which they, you know, which can happen, that's coming from stuff that's unconscious their fear their feeling of separation their guilt their unworthiness it's not they're still trying (laughs) so when we really step inside someone and we see that aspect it becomes much easier to recognize oh okay they're just trying to get love for instance they're just you know, the Course in Miracles says, Osiris says, or Auntie Ginta says exactly the same thing, which is, and I I know this within myself, anything that is not love is a cry for love because we're all just trying to find our way back to love, right? And when we're resting in that and in alignment with that and, you know, we're living from that truth, we're, we're living a wholesome life, but when we're in our separated self that still has fear, unworthiness, guilt. What we're going to be doing is crying out to get back into love. And we may be doing that in ways that are not wholesome, but we don't know that. (laughs) So it's about being patient and kind and gentle. And the journey into love brings up great resistance. And and that's what I'm finding is that as I, as there's transition, more stuff comes up. It's like, okay, I've got to welcome this too and witness this too, you know, and and therefore my, my mirrors that are all around me, my loved ones, are going to get caught in that and the opportunity is that they're showing me me. They're showing me when I'm not at peace with myself or when I'm not in judgment of, sorry, or when I am judgment of myself or not being kind and gentle and I just want to get back to this giving advice thing you know when we're saying to someone regularly you know whatever it is that we think we think that they should do this or that or we perhaps they could try something else or what it's really registering inside is that what what they're going to feel is that what I am in this moment is not okay by by you. And that's not going to build their worthiness. And this is all about worthiness, <laughs> you know, this whole healing thing, it's about worthiness. So when we feel completely innocent, guiltless, as we truly are, and entirely worthy of the love, that is pure awareness, then we're going to be resting in it. So if we hold the intention to build worthiness rather than fix their behavior, (laughs) you know, or even fix our own. So even for ourselves, if it's about building worthiness, not about getting it perfect or not making mistakes or stumbling or having a lot of stuff come up you know, anger, fear, unworthiness, guilt, whatever. It's going to be about witnessing that in the same way presence or pure awareness does. And, you know, I had this beautiful experience in my meditation this morning and it always brings up emotion when I feel this love so intensely. Um It was just this absolute recognition of the power of true acceptance. You know, presence, divine love, awareness is not witnessing anything we do with even the tiniest iota of judgment because this is a dreaming. It's not really real and all we are is this divine love. But not only that, is that there's a recognition that when we're in our small self, our separated self, there's absolute acceptance for that. Acceptance that is beyond this world's acceptance. <laughs> you know, It's divine love. It's unconditional love. It's absolute perfection okayness, still seeing the beauty of what we are, no matter what we're doing. And, you know, I was recognizing that in a moment of recognizing my own uh, anger that was coming up and recognizing that essence of presence, just... uh, sorry, (laughs) in unconditional love. And when I, you know, I told you that I have had inside my head mostly but does come out sometimes with my loved ones when I'm feeling judgy about myself and I can get judgy about them and want to, you know, give them advice or tell them, I don't know, whatever, (laughs) whatever I think they should be doing when I know how awareness is holding them, which is with that same perfection, you are perfect, you are divine, you are beautiful, even as this being with all your imperfections. And so if I can hold them like that, not only am I gonna get better at holding myself like that, but it's gonna be really good for them. (laughs) And guess what, you know, as it builds their worthiness, those behaviors that we may feel are unwholesome or, I mean, they're never unwholesome. They're just what that person needs to experience in this moment. And, you know, many times for all of us, we need to experience some suffering. I've done it plenty of times, <laughs> you know, that I have needed to experience a period of uh, Auntie Ginta would call it process, not mistake, but process, where not quite being on the right track and it may cause some suffering and that it's that suffering that that caused that eventually got me out of it. So we have to let our loved ones be in that and, you know, the greatest love we can offer them is that. And this doesn't mean... Uh, two things and I hope I remember to come back to both of them <laughs> but the first is that if we're in a relationship with someone and there are elements that don't ring true for us you know that in our direct relationship with them there are things that are hurtful for us or not wholesome or if we were not being respected of course it's really important to set our boundaries and own our truth love does sometimes have to be very firm and, I don't know, just in a very small example of that is, say, with my children, although I'm trying to learn in what they're doing in their life, the choices that they're making, that I leave them to it. You know, unless they ask me for advice, which might be different, but otherwise that I mostly leave them to it. But in their direct relationship with me, in the things that they do, say if they, I mean, they've left home now, but if they come over for dinner and they are on their phone all the time and they're not not wanting to talk or that which is you know it doesn't really happen much but or they don't want to help me clean up or whatever it is I'm perfectly entitled to express get yourself up and do the dishes for me or whatever it is or you know no phones at the dinner table or if they might be, forget to ask me about how I am or you know I might express that you know whatever it is it's very important that we feel okay about setting our boundaries. And the other is that the second thing, I think this was the second thing, but anyway, what's in my head now is that sometimes in a relationship, you know, we might be with someone who is choosing to keep their head in the sand only from their own fear and unworthiness and sense of separation, but nonetheless choosing to keep their head in the sand and perhaps not face their own stuff and we might be copying their projections or we might have a sense that it's not wholesome to be with that person anymore or to spend less time or whatever it is. And that is also perfectly okay. You know, it it can still be loving to leave someone. It doesn't mean we have to hold them with judgment, you know. And yes, sometimes when we're in a relationship like that, anger may come up and that anger might be useful because it's telling us, hang on, something's not quite right here and we need to honour our truth and and own our power, I suppose, and, and ensure that we are respected. So what I'm talking about, loving our loved ones, it doesn't stop the firmness if firmness is required. Honestly, sometimes if someone is really caught in let's say you know it could be you know standard behaviors I guess that all of us can get caught in and it might be perhaps we're really caught in victimhood and blaming outside and not taking responsibility or it might be that we're getting ourselves recurrently into conflict with others or perhaps we're limiting ourselves from fear and we're not connecting with people or offering our value to the world or perhaps we're getting caught in a lot of drama or look, whatever it is, right? And we can all do that. It's never about judging that person, but we don't have to enable it. And, you know, many times I talk to clients about ways to be true to yourself and what your gut's telling you, which is if you're with someone and they're caught in a lot of blame or a lot of victimhood or they're complaining a lot and you're finding that difficult to be around, then there are ways that you can uh, deal with that and it might be that you, you know, you love sandwich it, you say something like, you know, I really, it's really lovely to see you but, you know, could we talk about something else today or because I really love, you know, sharing this stuff with you, whatever it is, you know, we can directly address it we can perhaps just not engage with it not ask questions about it so they don't go there we can walk away we can do all those things to try and not enable behaviors that don't sit with us in a wholesome manner but it doesn't mean we have to judge that being for being in that because we've all done it you know i'm still capable of victimhood so you know any moment that i'm in a state of Resisting or wishing a certain thing wasn't happening, that's a little bit of victimhood, (laughs) you know, because it's not resting in that everything that's happening is perfect. And that doesn't mean that there aren't moments where it's totally okay to be grieving or, you know, just sad or feeling frustrated or feeling a little bit like I wish this wasn't happening. We can hold that too with the greatest gentleness and I just want to get back to this giving advice thing because it's been one of my biggest learning lessons to be honest in this lifetime and people so you know clients sometimes say to me so is it never okay to give advice and no nothing is never and it's all about handing it to presence and obviously if someone comes to you and is asking your advice or that's your role you're a therapist or but even as a therapist, it's not really about giving advice. It's about turning them in. In fact, it's rarely ever about that. Perhaps a little bit of pulling back or guidance towards what feels wholesome or what feels wholesome for them. But I'm very much it's about them discovering what's a wholesome way forward, them listening to their own heart. But, you know, sometimes people directly ask. And, and that's in that circumstance if you feel that it might be wholesome to perhaps from your own experience which is often the best way to say well when I was experienced that what I found to be wholesome was you know this or that and then they can take that in whatever way they want to and there hasn't been any, there's just been you sharing your experience, it's not about you know and from that they tune into their own wisdom and 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 can guide themselves from there rather than that direct you know this is what you should do <laughs> which when we're parents we can occasionally step into or we can probably do it with anyone for that matter and certainly for me i've there's been a lot of learning around pretty well letting that go and certainly in those moments where it does feel that it's okay to give some guidance. The, the absolute key comes back to this, this acceptance, you know, this everything that you are, I totally understand, is totally acceptable. I see you, you know, I, I understand where you're at. You know, it's that deepest empathy and recognition that whatever they are, is acceptable, is lovable, and also that opportunity to share from our own experience of what has been wholesome for us. And it's certainly, I'm noticing that the more I rest in that, that it does help people shift more than any advice giving would that there's this growing, if there's a lot of acceptance and love towards that human and the only boundaries are to do with any direct relationship with me, like I explained before, then there seems to be a growth. It's like that provides the greatest opportunity for them to you know, shift into whatever's their heart is telling them is wholesome for them. And I know for me, when I've been in moments of process, <laughs> so perhaps taking a step, you know, in a direction that, you know, I did, I may have had to shift from later, that if others told me, I wasn't ready to hear it anyway. So there was no point, <laughs> you know, it's like, what we all gain the most from is this loving acceptance. But the best way forward is always about you and all of us in each moment tuning into our own heart. And the key for me at the moment is taking full responsibility for my own stuff because I know, you know, there's stuff coming up because of inner transition and then handing the rest over to presence and there's always room to set the example for others occasionally there may be room to discuss things with people and that from that basis of pure acceptance but it's about handing it over and i don't really know if i'm being completely honest what's wholesome of course in you know in any situation sometimes it's about just being present with it and seeing what comes. And when I rest into that presence, I know what I'm held in is pure acceptance, unconditional love. I know presence, even when I am angry, making mistakes, even if I'm projecting, I am being held in unconditional love. And so if we're wanting to bring presence to our loved ones that's it and there may be the opening for other chats and that's just let presence dictate it I don't know in fact the further I go on in this journey the less I know (laughs) so really it's just about in an ongoing way handing it over to presence and And when I do mess it up, just handing it over to Presence again, you know, with no judgment, but just to learning, you know, that's the opportunity of messing it up, is that it's just about learning. And, you know, this podcast, it's what what you're hearing is my learning. (laughs) And, you know, I've got to say to you, anything I say or anything anyone says for that matter, take it into your own heart and sit with presence in yourself and come up with your version <laughs> because we're meant to be our own individual authentic self and we're meant to express, yes, we are this divine oneness and, yes, there are universal truths within that, but you are your own authentic divine expression. So that's utmost It is utmost and if something that you hear from me or anyone else doesn't sit quite true or that's okay, you do you, you be you, (laughs) be the authentic, present, sovereign self that you are, divine love. And just getting back to that not knowing thing, um, I'm really also in a state at the moment of haven't got a clue <laughs> so yeah and and that's because it seems the further I get in to this awareness the more I'm seeing egoic stuff and you know all the mistakes <laughs> so then so much doubt comes up because I'm seeing Ego aspects more and more and more clearly. So it's a little bit like, well, all I can do is what I, in fact, what was I saying to myself the other day? Awareness. What awareness is, is always loving. It's not scared. Awareness isn't scared. So it's only when I'm in the small self that there is doubt, even. Awareness isn't doubting, it's just resting. In love open for the next opportunity and nor is it judging by the way if the aspects of small self get it slightly wrong or it's not really wrong let's go back to that word process (laughs) learning process so yeah and so I just want to reassure you if you're also in that state and you know any I just want to say anything i have say or have said you rest with it in your heart you be authentic to you this is just guidance from my experience my current experience and that experience shifts all the time you know it's really about hopefully becoming a clearer conduit for presence over time with that individuality that is meant to be expressed as well. But am I totally clear conduit? No. Am I working on that? Yes. <laughs> so Am I always getting it right? No. So it just keeps coming back to that oneness that is awareness, that is truth, reality. It's not scared, it's trusting, loving, divine, whole, connected with everything and it, that space of awareness can witness the small self that does have doubt and fear and unworthiness and guilt sometimes and anger (laughs) and all of those other things, that it can witness that with Absolute compassion, absolute acceptance. Yeah, so just coming back to that pure awareness, the oneness that we all are. And knowing that's the other thing that's coming a bit lately is that my loved ones are within me and all around me as that oneness, that one divine essence as is everybody, the earth, the trees, all of you. So that feels like a good spot to finish. And I just want to remind you again to check me out on my website, livingawarenesswa.com. And please share this podcast with any friends or family or work colleagues that you have, workmates. Um, that's really good for me, it helps me to keep this going and I offer individual therapy and there is, I haven't yet scheduled a workshop but it's coming when the time is right. So check me out at livingawarenesswa.com and on Facebook, Instagram or YouTube as that as well Um, and I also highly recommend Auntie Jinta or Isaira and her website is isaira.com Much love to you all.